about politics, you have to be for like me to notice. And welcome back to Chicks That Bow. this dance teacher one time and every time at a recital she would try to make her voice very like calm and mellow to announce on the thing and that's what I feel like I have to do here yeah me too like soothing my therapy voice (laughs) yeah (laughs) listen people let's talk about voting and just politics because I feel like an issue like a real issue is that people our age don't understand them and if they if even if they do do they really? You know? Or do they care? Or do they care? Yeah, that's the other thing. They can say they care, but close-mindedness, I feel like, is very real. Or just not even paying attention. Yeah, that as well. Because like, I just blatantly wouldn't watch the news in undergrad. Yeah, same. I was like, I don't have time. I only would watch e-news. And that Which kind doesn't of doesn't count. count. <laughs> no. <laughs> And as much as I love Juliana Rancic on the red carpet, that is not helping us be politically engaged. But, like, sometimes I wonder why we do that. Like, I'll sit there and watch three hours of red carpet coverage, but I won't watch the nightly news. Yeah. I don't actually think I've ever watched a full, like... Nightly news. Unless my dad... I was going to say, unless I'm home over break and my parents make me watch it, because I find it stressful and overwhelming. Yeah, it's like self-care to not watch the news. But then we don't do anything about it. Yeah. Like, the fact that in 2016, the people that didn't vote could have won the election. That blew my mind. That actually... Because I don't even remember where I saw that. I think it honestly might have been on Facebook, an article, and... On E! News, perhaps? Perhaps. Juliana Rancic posted it, but it the title was, If Did Not Vote basically counted as a candidate they would have won the u.s presidential election in 2016 and the only states that would have gone to one candidate or the other were maine new hampshire massachusetts everyone hates new england that's a lie everyone loves new england delaware maryland minnesota wisconsin iowa is ia iowa yeah. My Midwestern geography is not great. Yeah. And Colorado. So how many was that? You counted on your fingers? Ten? <clears throat> I have to recount. Nine out of 50. And we're not going to do the math. I'm not going to find the percentage, but you can <coughs> do it at home. <laughs> which is so sad because... Yeah. And I remember getting into an argument, which is probably the most civically engaged I ever was prior to graduate school... I got into an argument at a tailgate before a football game with one of my friends because he was not going to vote. And I started yelling at him because I was like, well, you're a white guy. You've always had the right to vote. That's why you don't care about voting. Because I was like, even if I don't like my options, I'm still going to vote because like women had to fight for the right to vote. So why would I not exercise that right? That to me, I was just was like, the issue is voter engagement. Because I complain all the time, and so do a million other people I know about policies. And if all of these people that had been complaining voted, I don't think the people that are in power would be in power. 
Yeah, I, <clears throat> I agree. I don't know. I don't know if we have the time to I mean, talk about I'm not about like the... a psychic. <laughs> I just feel like everyone I talk to like doesn't like what's going on. Yeah. Could be because I'm in the field of social work. Skewed sample of... Or just like people. an overall nice human being. <laughs> um, that could also affect that, but... Yeah. But so I voted, like like I said, we weren't very civically engaged, but I voted in undergrad. Yeah, I did too, but it was more like, oh, the terrible thing that people like make fun of, like, oh, I'll vote for who I think my parents would vote for because I don't have an opinion, but I know I should do it. Yeah. So as sad as that is, that was the reality. But now... I feel like I honestly was so more engaged in this election and actually cared and, like, did my research and mm-hmm. talked to other people because it matters. Yeah. It matters. That in the past I've done, like, I've looked at the general stances of the two major party candidates because I'm an independent, so I don't vote by party. And, but this time was the first time I've ever even, like, paid attention to the ballot proposals Mm -hmm. I didn't even know those were on there and on the ballot proposals I am getting my master's degree and I could not understand them so I was like I don't know how your common 18 year old that just got to vote is going to be like oh this makes perfect sense yeah like accessible and just written in a way that someone could understand like and that I think goes back to like why are people not engaged because no one understands like it's so dense and complicated, and E! News just makes me happy, and I get to laugh about Justin Bieber being married to Haley Baldwin, and she changed her name on Instagram, so... It's these kinds of things that give us joy. Yeah. <laughs> it's the little things in life. <laughs> but we are more civically engaged now. Yeah, we even went to the Women's March in Ann Arbor. Which, that is the first March <clears throat> rally anything I've ever gone to. Outside of my family running 5Ks, because they're that family. My family definitely doesn't run 5Ks, um, and if you looked at me, you would understand that, but this is a podcast, so you can't. I have a face for radio. Yeah, I actually do. Um, but the Women's March in Ann Arbor, I feel like, because that was the first thing like that I had ever done, mm-hmm. um, it was so cool, and being there with a group of other social work students empowering our colleague Mm -hmm. and being there together um even to this thing that was put on with such short notice and seeing like the good turnout um especially in the line of work that I do yeah was very with domestic violence and sexual assault yeah so just seeing all these people college students community members um people that do have like political power in the area I guess like do hold office um, was really important to me. Mm-hmm. So, and like you said, it was really nice to go with a group from the school of social work because I, in the past, have seen things even in undergrad that I was like, "Oh, that'd be cool to go to," but I'm like, "Can I even go?" Like, it's intimidating yeah. to go if you're just gonna go alone, one, or if you don't. Like, I don't work in the field of sexual assault, but like, I would still want to go and support that. But then I'm mm-hmm. like, "Can I? Am I not like involved <laughs> Am I good enough?" enough? Yeah. yeah. And then yeah, it was awesome to watch Crystal speak everyone I would have just passed out on the podium if yeah. was me. <laughs> I couldn't have even walked up there much less nope. had my testimony be heard by all of those people so I did like watching Obama's speech too 
Yeah, me too, because I... And not just for the free food. As Yeah, I Jerusalem do. Garden... Talk about new things I've tried this semester. Jerusalem Garden is up there. Hummus. I'm a very picky eater. Yeah, you don't like hummus. No. Um, But or I would highly recommend to anyone in the administration to give us more Pizza House. Because... Really? It's a crowd pleaser. It is, but I don't buy a lot of vegetables because I don't eat them. So, like, when the school gives us Jerusalem Garden, I'm like, okay, this is probably a good idea. I do love falafel. I know you do. Yeah. I like the Anything you one. can dip in hummus, basically. Yeah. Condiments. So, Jerusalem Garden, sponsor us. <laughs> oh, my God. Obama, sponsor us. I have not <clears throat> seen talk about pop culture and politics, the South Side with you. Not the movie that's on Netflix about Obama and Michelle. Oh, I haven't watched it. I, my nep- I got kicked off Netflix. You got kicked off Netflix? Yeah. My friend's mom changed the password. <laughs> so I can't, I can't go on it anymore. I can give you mine, but I use my dad's. So I don't know the password. So if anyone has a Netflix that they want to give me. So that we could stream Southside with you. I'm a friendly leech. I don't do too many bad things. <laughs> I just like documentaries about crime and cooking shows. We do watch a lot of documentaries. But I think millennials, this is not backed up by any statistics. It's just a thought. I'm just thinking out loud right now. I feel like millennials and that whole age group loves Obama. I think so too. And I think it's because... I feel the burn. Oh my god. (laughs) I think part of it has to do with their policies because... Like, when you think about issues that are important to millennials, paying for college, paying for health, paying for anything. The last meal I had before I went home before fall or Thanksgiving break was leftover couscous I put in a pan with a cheese stick because that's all that was in my fridge. So free anything really appeals or subsidized. Anything I don't have to pay as much as I'm already paying for. Sounds like a good policy to me. Again, would need to, like, look into it and examine it. Yeah. But... <clears throat> so one, I do think it's their policies, but two, I think it's they have like dynamic personalities and yeah. good character. Yeah, like they're the core of their person is is genuine. Yeah. yeah, like you hear Obama speak, and one you want to like he's engaging, you want to listen to him, but you're also like, wow, he really cares about people and like the betterment of society, and just the aspect of like kind of like a family man almost. Mm-hmm. Um, even though his daughter did get caught smoking weed at a music festival. Really? He still but loves weed her. weed is legal in Michigan now. It, full circle. Back to proposal number one, everyone. <laughs> but I feel like now, in today's political world, that is so not the case. Mm-hmm. And having someone who was others-focused made a difference. Yeah. You know? And, like... Yeah, I think that's exactly it. Like, so many people nowadays are, like, very self focused on themselves Mm -hmm. and I've heard so many people say like even one of our professors was saying like social media and everything that's going on in the world like makes people so focused on themselves so then like you would want the people in power to be not focused on themselves like I don't want I guess he is sitting in there on social media I was gonna say I wouldn't Uh, want a president that's like sitting in the office on updating his Instagram trying to get like more likes because you have to post at like a prime hour so that people are sitting on their phones like I don't want them spending their time doing that I want to be spending my time figuring that out. And I want them to be spending their time thinking about the greater good. The war. <laughs> um, Large issues. Climate change. <laughs> yeah, the melting ice caps. 
after and being separated from their families. Oh my god, I watched the saddest 60 minutes the other day, and the only reason I watched it is because I was home for Thanksgiving. My family Dads. watches it. Dads watch 60 minutes. I learned two things. Well, I already knew children were being separated, but they had the saddest video about... No, it was about... So a child that had been separated from his family, and then they ended up reuniting them, and the child didn't know who the mom was and started, like, screaming and crying and running away, and the mom was just sobbing, and she was like, I'm your mom, I'm your mom. Like, how heartbreaking is that? And how sick is it that they were gone and traumatized for so long that you forget your And aces... (laughs) <laughs> all I think, like, my mind is just screaming aces. Like, the impact that it's going to... And they even interviewed a psychologist. They are like, the impact that it's going to have on these children, because this is an adverse childhood experience. Like, aces, in, if you don't know, is an epidemiological study about the impact childhood that trauma. childhood trauma has on an individual as they age. And it is so clear. And then that's putting these children at risk for a slew of physical and mental health problems. It's like for something that was so preventable. And stupid. Yeah. Oh, and the other thing on 60 Minutes, this was my other thought, which is not related to voting, but I guess maybe everything in a sense is related to voting because people have to decide things at one point or another. But do you remember when there was that earthquake and then the tidal waves in Japan years mm-hmm. ago? Yes. Did you watch 60 Minutes the other night? No. Okay. Well, you were home. I didn't know if your dad watched it, but it is about how there was not an act I don't know if there actually was a nuclear meltdown because I'm not quite sure what a nuclear meltdown entails because my dad I was like asking him about it and he goes well you know how nuclear power is created I was like no dad fission no I don't I think that's nuclear (laughs) I think it's fusion see I don't know I barely passed physics in undergrad but I was like no dad no I do not and so he was like explaining it to me but whatever but basically the rod that has the radioactive thing in it mm-hmm. is covered by metal and then it's covered by water to keep it cool and like when the destruction happened to the plant or whatever the met the meltdown is the metal and the like radioactive material uranium whatever is in the middle fusing together and then it is sinking through the earth at the moment like it's so hot it's sinking through the earth and I, my dad was like, yeah, people are afraid it's going to hit the Earth's core. And I was like, what happens then? He was like, no one knows. So now I'm just walking around with the thought that we might blow up at any moment if this, like, gets to the center of the Earth. But anyways, it was on 60 Minutes because there's this guy that's building robots to go down and grab the, like, radioactive material and, like, remove it from the Earth because humans can't do that, which is great, but I also get really on edge when people are talking about robots because I think it's a bad idea. Wally? Robots, <laughs> haven't seen it. <laughs> me neither. Because the idea of a whole movie with one dialogue makes me Gives just, me I don't want to see yeah. that. But robot, I don't know why people like sit here and they're like, have seen like Terminator, like other movies and been like, yeah, building robots is still a good idea. Yeah. Like they're gonna take over. This doesn't have to do with voting, unless I guess in twenty years our president is a robot, but they honestly might be better. I don't know. <laughs> that I actually had no idea that, that was happening and now I'm gonna be anxious about that. I know, right? About exploding. That's why I again this circles back to why I have never watched the news really. Because one time I also saw sixty minutes when I was home over break with my dad and it was about like counterfeit olive oil and the mafia and then I got really nervous about my olive oil and if I was actually drinking olive oil not that I drink it but you know (laughs) oh my god (laughs) she's cooking her cheese stick in it guys (laughs) yeah my cheese stick 
Back to Jerusalem Garden. Please sponsor us. We had you again on on election, election night. <laughs> again, I thought I was going to get Pizza House. Again, I didn't. I, I think was they're just trying to keep us healthy. Because they know that we don't eat healthy when we have to cook for ourselves. Cheese sticks and couscous. It's self-care. Technically, I did get couscous when we had Jerusalem Garden, too, but oh. it was way better. Yeah, had probably, like, salt and pepper on it, at least. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't have a lot of cooking materials. <laughs> no. The, ba- the highlight of the watch party was the red, white, and blue drinks. Yeah, whoever came up with that <laughs> was- is a genius. That was a great touch. Very festive. Um, even though we did have to be told that that's why they were red, white, and blue, because... Otherwise, you would have been like, this is an odd odd mixture of soda. Yeah. Pop is... Pop soda. Pop. Soda. Um, but the watch party was really fun. There was a ton of people there. So many. Which kind of surprised me in, like, the best way. I was a little mm-hmm. disappointed that we didn't think to wear our shirts, but we can talk about that when we talk about our next thing. Yeah. There was a ton of people there. Um, so many. The one thing I didn't realize, and I guess I should have known this because I didn't make it until 3 a.m. or whatever in 2016 when the election results came mm-hmm. in, but they come in painstakingly slow. Yeah, so annoying. I And I am not a patient person. You'd think with all these damn robots, we could get them counted faster. But that's why I'm like, if the robots, could take, the robots are going to take over the voting machine, and then we're going to have more than 31 cases of voter fraud, because that's all there in was. States. <laughs> yeah, out of the billion voters. Yeah. You can do the math again. This is a math at home podcast. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> we did not become social workers to do math. No. Micro social workers. Don't put me down for policy. Or Sorry. community organizing. <laughs> Maybe next year. Yeah, but the watch party was fun. I think it really, like, not brought people together, because I feel like... It did, though, because we got to talk to people that we wouldn't typically... Like, That's, you don't get yeah. the chances to talk to, you know? Because, like, you only have classes with a certain amount of people, and we have the same classes for hours every week. And then you have field outside, so it's hard... To get together. The only reason I see you so much is because we live together. And we made each other have the same schedules. Yeah. Separation anxiety. <laughs> Again. Social look it work. Up. Um, <clears throat> yeah, we went to that. Justin, great MC. Oh, yeah. Killing it. Should maybe consider that as your side My favorite thing was when he counted down. Yeah, like it was New Year's Eve every single time. I was time. more excited than when the ball drops. <laughs> yeah, every single time. But, then, but no, it was good. The only thing I was upset about, well, I was glad they had the Michigan radio and then they had CNN. Yeah. Because in our class, I thought, like, I didn't realize so many people were voting in the state of Michigan, like, from our classes. Oh, until yeah. we were in class and they were like, is anyone not voting in the state of Michigan? And I just raised my hand without thinking about it and I was the only person. Yeah. And... And Connecticut took forever. Connecticut did not call their governor race until the next day in the afternoon. Why? Because it was so close. So they, what happened? Like what? It was like the Republican, Bob Stefanowski, and the Democrat, Ned Lamont. Like Connecticut is a really small state, and so like the votes, I feel like, proportionally impact. I don't know. Again, math. I'm not going to try to comment on math because I don't know anything about it. (laughs) That makes sense, though. (laughs) Like, that makes sense to me. Yeah, whatever. Um, but I was, like, sitting there watching the Connecticut map because New York Times had a really cool website that was that one you just had up about Georgia where it was you could 
see your state like in real time mm-hmm. of things coming in of each thing on the ballot which I really appreciated because I've used my three free New York Times articles so I now have to pay for New York Times but it was free on election day and the day after if you wanted to use it to look at who won in your state and I was that nervous person who had it up at like literally noon and was checking nothing nothing there and so the second it turned six o'clock I was like refresh Obviously, there's no counts that have been voted in point zero one seconds. Yeah, whatever. But, uh, yeah, I was really eager. I think I was more jazzed about it because I knew that we were going to go get to all watch the results together, but also because I cared enough to vote and research. I was going to say, because I actually knew what was going on this election. Yeah, and talked to different people from different states about their... Yeah, like Massachusetts. Oh, my God. Yeah, They had some proposal about revoking like gender equality our shirts that we did not think to wear the first thing is they're very soft they are very soft um but we unfortunately signed up to pledge students to vote um the last day so the size selection wasn't great mine will probably be a sleep shirt oh mine's definitely a sleep shirt they're a little big but very soft so I don't know if I would have worn it in public, but they are very cute. I think just proportionally, I own more sleep shirts than I do, like, wearable in public shirts. Yeah, my favorite t-shirt says Niagara Falls. I blame that on the fact that we went to all-girls school, though. Because my <laughs> yeah, sleep I shirts agree. is what I wore to class. Yeah. Like, that was a non-starter, and now I'm like, oh. I have to wear jeans. Yeah. That's annoying. Yep. But... We got the shirts. We got the shirts because we were signed up. We worked a booth in the school social work. We um, were help, helping students pledge to vote this election. Um, we were in a battle with some of the other graduate programs. And I'm competitive. Yeah, we're both really competitive. And so- I care about voting, but I cared so much more about winning. And we did win, so we I... Did. Except to disregard the School of Information because they have the least people eligible to vote. Yeah, if you have 60 kids, so whatever. So, like, proportionally, we won. They won most percentage-wise, but they had less kids to register. We got the most people... Or, not register. My mistake. Pledged, pledged to vote. We had the most people pledged. And we... Me and you also helped someone actually sign up to register. Yeah, so. which I'm glad because we were a little shaky on the information ourselves. But we got her there, and we got the thing to the county clerks. Yeah, so hopefully in Wisconsin, her vote counted. Yeah. Well, it was confusing because first she wanted to register in Michigan, then she wanted to register in Wisconsin, but I vote absentee, so that was like the one time my knowledge came into play. Into was helpful, my out-of-state knowledge. That is true. Which is usually people ask me questions, and I'm like, don't look at me. <laughs> but I feel like even working that, the component of just helping that one person sign up to vote is social justice in itself you know i agree because what if like if you don't have anyone to ask your questions to or you don't know like how to vote then you're not going to be able to vote obviously and then your voice isn't heard and the people that they're trying to have their voices not heard are the people that are disenfranchised and vulnerable like this georgia election yeah oprah even went Oprah, my woman. Oprah went to Georgia on her own merit to speak about Stacey Abrams. I paid for myself and I approved this message. Just like being Oprah. Like she was like, 
I just have billions in free time and want to help the world. I'm going to go to Georgia and campaign because I'm Oprah. And I would do. do anything Oprah says. Because I just talk about people, like we were saying before, Obama, someone you would really trust. Oprah, follow her off a cliff. I don't know why. I just get like a good vibe from her. I feel like she is thinking of the better good of the world. I also enjoy Gail King, so I feel like that's another duo that we could be Oprah and Gail. Oprah and Gail. I was like really into watching Kathy Lee and Oda for a long time. Oh yeah, I love well and then my dad looks like Matt Lauer, but then Matt Lauer became Matt Lauer a bad guy. Needs to go away. So But yeah, today o- show. Oprah went and the whole thing in Georgia blows my mind because there were voting machines without plugs and how does that even make sense especially in 2018 where everything has to be plugged in and charged just to have power yeah like i don't know it seems like a pretty reasonable request and to me that would be like something and i didn't work the polls on election day like i said we went to the watch party so i don't know but if i'm like there as an someone that's organizing the election voting process and i show up i'd be like hey these aren't plugged in. Yeah, I'm not walking up to stand in line at the polls with an extension cord. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, something's wrong here. Like, these don't work. Like, does nobody... And my other thing is, like, again, I vote absentee. So I don't actually know what the voting poll looks like. But do you think not one of the hundreds of thousands of people that tried to vote there was like, hmm... Something doesn't seem right. Does this thing turn on? <laughs> Anybody out there? I love to like search for good information on politics on the internet. Which is just another barrier. Yes. And even just internet access. Oh, this article says the issue was not electrical and happens from time to time, but new equipment was brought in. But in the meantime, people used paper ballots, like a Scantron, basically, like when you take and a test. test. Either way, now there's going to be a runoff because the voting machines in Georgia just got all messed up and there's ballots on paper and ballots electronically and so we'll just have to see what happens. Oprah was there. Stay tuned for our next episode. <laughs> hopefully Stacey Abrams wins. There was one person that won in Connecticut that I was like really wanting to win and she, her name's Johanna Hayes, is the person from Connecticut I wanted to get elected. And she's a Democratic representative. She won. But she was also the 2016 National Teacher of the Year. Oh my gosh. I think you told me about that, actually. And I was so excited because everyone knows that school social work is, like, my jam. And so anybody, I feel, that has, a like a good concept of public education and things that could be done to benefit it is going to be the 2016 National Teacher of the Year. And now she's sitting in Congress and can, like, voice those opinions. Because, like, the people are always like, oh, career politicians. But, like, if your career is politics and all you know is politics, then how are you going to comment on... Normal, Like, things that are happening on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. And so having been in the school, I just feel like... I feel like it'll be a nice change. And there are so many women that got elected. So many. So many. Love it. I love seeing all those graphics that are like... The diversity that just got elected into the house. And it's like all these women and men and... 
LGBTQ, like just every, like it's getting people of color. Yeah, every it was just very nice to see. Like it can always be better. It can obviously be so much better, but at least it was a step in the right direction. Absolutely. And now having gone to all of those events that we talked about, SNL is way funnier. Watching SNL now that I, like, am into politics makes it so much better. I get way more, <laughs> way more of the jokes land now with me than yeah. before. I feel way more intelligent even when I'm, like, laughing. Exactly. Like, the Brett Kavanaugh thing, the cold open with Matt Damon, absolutely hilarious. Number was, one, Matt Damon. Number two. Matt Damon, anything that follows that, I'm gonna like, probably. Two, I was just laying in my bed in my apartment... With, like, tears streaming down my face because I was laughing so hard. Because if you had watched the actual trial and then watched the SNL cold open, it is one of the funniest things they've ever done. Even, like, from Kanye and him meeting with Trump, and even he spoke out on SNL. That's how a lot of it started. Was he was the musical guest on SNL, and he wore one of those... The MAGA hats, yeah. Yeah, Make Mary Great Again hats. And he, at the end of his performance, you know SNL, like, cuts in there, like, bowing or whatever and then it cuts to credits I guess during that he like started the speech which I did find on YouTube parts of it and he's saying about how he was like bullied backstage and that he shouldn't be wearing it and all went on like a political rant and some of the SNL cast Pete Davidson <laughs> walked off stage and it was like a big thing and then Ariana walked out of his life <laughs> Pete, Davidson, Pete Davidson walked away from Kanye Ariana walked away from Pete Davidson now the Pete world da- is completely Pete divided. Davidson is still on SNL, but his hair is like a weird... You can tell it's like when girls go through a breakup and they change their hair. Pete Davidson's hair is like teal now. Not a good move. He's going through a breakup, but he came back at Kanye the next week on the Weekend Update wearing a hat that said, like, make Kanye 2007 again or something back when Kanye's music was better than it is now. Which is Pete Davidson's personal opinion, but... Like, again, I didn't realize before this how intertwined pop culture, which obviously is something I loved, politics, something I was not a huge fan of, <laughs> were constantly colliding. And then, we, like, we talked about Oprah. There are tons of other celebrities that constantly come out in support of candidates. Oh, you can look up, actually, um, which celebrities endorsed Oh, really? Political candidates. Yeah, at least that for the That sounds like something election. I would love to spend my time doing. Yeah. Oh, of course, that's what I did one day. <laughs> because, um, like, then I'd like, be like, the dollar value. I didn't know what this, like, person's yeah. views were. And random people, like, come out of the woodwork and donate, like, really? thousands and thousands of dollars. Oh, yeah. Well, I remember the huge thing on, like, because things that covered get covered on E! News and the real news are, like, the things I probably know more about. But on E! News, the whole thing during the 2016 election was all these celebrities were not giving Donald Trump the right to use their music at his, like, rallies or his celebration. Oh, like, my gosh. Post-election. Because, like, you know they play, like, a song. Like, when you win the Super Bowl and they play We Are the Champions, like, all these artists came out and were like, no, don't play my music, like, when you walk out after you win the election. Yeah, you can go and look up... Um... If they fundraised, if they Who are some surprising ones? Hit me with some shockers. Um, just people that I thought didn't exist anymore. Hulk Hogan, he supports Trump. That, um, I wouldn't say it's a shocker, but I am surprised he's on the website because I don't think he's very relevant. 
I didn't even know he was alive. You know, there's like D-list celebrities. He's Phil like Robertson from Duck Dynasty. Z-list Trump supporter. Okay. Tila Tequila. Trump supporter. That- Whenever I'm about to do something, I think, would an idiot do that? And if they would, I do not do that thing. That is surprising. About Tila Tequila. Duck Dynasty people, not so much. Fun fact, in high school, I used to watch Duck Dynasty every time I was homesick. Because it's like the only thing on during the day, and I thought it was hilarious. Oh, no. My mom's a sociologist, so I blame my interests on that because we would watch, like, shows growing up about random populations or different parts of the country around the world, and she would just, like, have a sociological lecture with me about (laughs) their culture and the way sub-communities emerge in society, and Duck Dynasty was one of those. Oh, my God. And I feel like, too, you hear about a lot more celebrities endorsing, like, when it was Hillary Clinton, Mm -hmm. everyone was coming out saying that they supported her, like, I don't know, all of these stars, Cher, Mm -hmm. George Clooney, Steph Curry. Oh, yeah. Beyonce. Ellen. Another person I would follow off a cliff. Yeah, hand in hand with Ellen and Oprah. That's how I want to go out. I do. That's how I want to go out. Um, So, yeah, all of these people you can tell, um, are much, much more vocal. Yeah, I would agree. But I also would say those are people that I see being involved in politics more than just on election years. Or not just politics, because like we said, politics and voting is a social justice issue. And Ellen and Oprah, the reason we love them is because they consistently, not just on election years, are doing things to promote social justice and the goodness of people like donating and starting organizations and detroit achievement academy's library is the ellen degeneres library because she donated to that school and she just got this new like sanctuary in africa i believe oh yeah an elephant i thought it was elephants portia gave it to her for her birthday or their anniversary or something which the ellen degeneres wildlife fund a gorilla sanctuary that Portia gave her relationship goals. Yeah. I want in a, Rwanda. I want a gorilla sanctuary gifted to me by a significant other. I want Ellen to give me a I just want to meet her. her. I just want to breathe the same air as her. Yeah. I actually have told people that my dream is to be on Ellen, but not like, no, I'm going to be on Ellen. You know when she has the people in the audience... And then all of a sudden she's like, surprise, you're my guest because you've done so many good things and here's $10,000 for the school you work at. And then I'd just be up there like really ugly crying. And my dream is to just be Ellen. Yeah. One day I'll have you on my show. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. I'm going to get booted from co-host to guest. Co-host to guest. That's okay. It'd be less stressful. Wouldn't be so sweaty. Actually, (laughs) I'd probably be more sweaty. How many months have we been in this class? Four? Yeah. Ish. Four months ago... Chicks in the voting, chicks, chicks who vote, chicks who vote hosts. We're not, we were chicks that vote, but we didn't vote intelligently, intelligently or informed. Yes. Within the four months, what would you say are your biggest takeaways? Because like we said, people don't pay a lot of, spend a lot of time or pay a lot of attention. So we need to give them like number some, one, some quick takeaways that they can Listen to right before Juliana Rancic comes on with her red carpet coverage. Because, you know, award season starts soon. I, I know. Don't worry. <laughs> Number one, ask questions. If you don't know the answers to things, 
ask. If you don't understand your ballot, someone will. You can look it up on the internet if you can find a good website, which was a little tricky, but there were some out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you don't understand, definitely figure it out. So that you're not voting for the things that you don't want to be voting for. Yeah, because some of those are like questions that are like, vote yes if you don't want. And I'm like, what? Yeah, so it can get confusing. I think one of my biggest takeaways, other than... I think that, like, Pete Davidson's way funnier now and a bigger part of the SNL cast than I thought before. I agree. Is that there... I didn't realize, like I was talking about before, how hard the props were were to read, how many things there were standing in the way of people voting. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, apart from just reading comprehension, there are, like, laws that keep people from voting. There's... It's the fact that people have to work on the day that they're voting... Like, all these different things that keep people from voting, and it affects the people that we want to have voting. Like, it affects, when you think about policy, like, big policies that affect people, like, welfare, Medicare, Medicaid, it affects vulnerable and disenfranchised populations, and the people voting on those are the people that can take a day off of work, and have, can read at a master's level, and have no issue voting, and those are not the people that need to be that need to be policies. yeah that need to be made like having it's good for everyone to have a voice but they aren't being directly impacted by these policies most likely that is a generalization on my part because you don't know someone's story but there are all these barriers to voting and they're disproportionately affecting vulnerable populations is like one thing i took away because even when we watched that video about like virginia and people with a felony conviction being able to vote again i didn't even know that was a thing yeah I guess I didn't really realize how big of an issue that is because you're taking the voice away from so many people and like just because you get convicted of something you're still like a person yeah like I don't understand like who gets to decide whether you you get to like vote like a basic human right in America once you turn 18 (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that was my biggest takeaway Glad we could chat about this. Yeah. Watch out. This podcast might be really bad, so if you think it's funny... Let us know. We might make another one. Maybe. If you know the person who owns Jerusalem Garden, get them in contact with us. I would love they sponsored. Maybe I'd try more things on the menu, but probably not, because I don't eat a lot of things. That's true. Also, I'm curious now about who Haley Baldwin and Justin Bieber voted for, and if they voted for the same person. Or if they voted at all. Because did you know if you vote is public record? Not who you voted for, but if you voted. I guess we can look it up. Stay tuned. (laughs)